everyone. Welcome to another edition of the My Nights Are Booked podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and I want to welcome you to my first book talk. Now, if you've been listening to some of the podcasts that I've done um, in the past few days, you'll know that each podcast has its own theme. So that way you can kind of cherry pick if you're into certain things, then you don't have to listen. You know, I'm not going to combine a bunch of stuff. It's all going to be topical. So every week I'm going to be doing a book talk about what I've been reading, what I've been looking forward to, some of the news that I'm excited about. And um, so, yeah, I mean, books are kind of near and dear to my heart. I was a bookworm growing up. I had a huge library as a kid and I still have a a large reading library. And I was one of those resistant people that didn't want to get a Kindle um, because I, I, I love the smell of books and I love holding books and I love shopping for books. I love book mail. I love even when I order it and I know it's coming. So, you know, whether it's, it's, books sent by publishers or me ordering books, I still get excited when I see a package of books on my porch. So I am a book nerd and that is, that's probably my, those are probably my roots before anything. I, I used to fall into this rabbit hole. I, I had this copy, my mother's copy of Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass and I would read it as a kid. And, um, I was actually, uh, and this isn't a humble brag, but like this kind of explains my brain, I guess, but I tested really high in reading when I was young. So I was reading like college level stuff in junior high school and, and, you know, high school stuff in elementary school. And so like as a kindergartner, I was reading Alice in Wonderland and through the looking glass, like the actual book. And people were like, that's really weird. And my mom's like, yeah, that's just Sarah Beth. That's just what she does. So books, you know, have always been a place of comfort for me because they're just, they, they always have been. And so, you know, when I talked in my introductory podcast about working at the college bookstore, that was really a happy time for me. I mean, it was a place, it was a place of safety. It was a place where I I could, you know, I I had a routine. I managed the bestsellers. I managed the fiction section and I, I loved that. It was my little slice of heaven. So um, you know, being able to do this podcast and being able to talk about books is is something that's really important to me. So, um, you know, thank you for coming on this journey with me. Um, I want to start this week uh, about and talk a little bit about some of the news and things that are coming and things that I'm really excited about. Uh, just in the past couple of days, I I saw that uh, Kristen Proby, who is uh, who's known for his her Seattle series uh, with me in Seattle series. Uh, and Easy Love, which is also, you know, she's she's been optioned by Passion Flicks and her books are going to become movies in, in, in Passion Flicks. And I'm really excited about that because I love, I love both of those series. Um, she just announced that she is going to be doing a single in Seattle series, which follows the children of the characters in her With Me in Seattle series. So, uh, you know, so, so the first story is coming out in, uh, in March of 2022, it's called the secret. And it's the story of Olivia Williams. She's 25 years old now. And, um, Olivia is Luke and Natalie's daughter and she's working for her father's production company in Seattle. And she falls for a man named Vaughn Barrymore. And I can't tell you, I'm so excited to see how this, this story evolves primarily and I think, you know, I, I think everybody would agree. One of the most intriguing aspects of this is that we're going to get to see all of the the characters that we that we love in the series as parents. I mean, you know, we saw them as young parents and now we're going to see them as parents of kids in their 20s. And 
it's really going to be interesting to see that dynamic and see, you know, as their kids start going through the same things that they went through, um, you know, see how they react to that. And I think it's, it's just going to be really fascinating to see. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and again, that's coming in March. Uh, the first book is coming in March of 2022. Um, I also, last week, I finished The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood, and she's a scientist and uh, and an author, and I love how she mixes uh, science and romance in her books. And uh, so she just announced that she's going to be releasing a series of novellas in 2022, um, Below Zero, and uh, Stuck With You, and Under One Roof, and those are all you can see them on her Instagram. She has, uh, she did a cover reveal yesterday and it's just, it's so cool to see, um, you know, to, again, continue this theme of science and technology and these, these women who are, you know, scientists and, um, you know, very strong, smart women in these roles. So I'm really excited to see how that plays out. And, uh, you know, it's, it's November, 2021, and I'm already excited about the books that are coming out in 2022. So that should, that should tell you about where I am right now. <laughs> um, so jumping around, uh, another book that just came out and I'll be putting up a review on the My Nights Are Booked uh, website, but Olivia Dade's All the Feels just came out this week. I just finished it last night and I love it. Uh, this story, if you've read her first book, um, it's it's a continuation of the gods of the gate, the gods of the gates story. So, you know, the gods of the gates is kind of a, uh, it's, it's a, it's reminiscent, shall we say of game of thrones. And, uh, the first book, spoiler alert was about a geologist who writes fan fiction about gods of the gates and ends up meeting one of the actors who also writes fan fiction. And, uh, all the feels is the story of one of, uh, Marcus's cast members and, uh, Alex Woodrow gets into some trouble and, uh, he's kind of the bad boy of the set, but he's really not a bad boy. That's, what's really interesting is he's not, uh, he's, he's got some, some depth to him that a lot of people don't understand. And so the showrunners attach him to a minder to keep him out of trouble. And that minder is one of the, the, is the cousin of one of the showrunners and her name is Lauren and Lauren's an ER therapist who's, uh, kind of between jobs and, and she takes over this role as minding this, this mega superstar. And through the course of the book, she learns that there's a lot more to him than meets the eye. And, and, you know, he learns that he can kind of open up to this person and it's just, it's a beautiful story. And I can't wait to share the review of that one, but it's out this week. So if you haven't, if you haven't ordered it, or if you haven't read it yet, definitely get that one on your to be read list. Cause it is, it is something special. Uh, so today, let's see, it's, it's November 19th when I'm recording this, and so we're about 11 days away from the release of Scarlet St. Clair's King of Battle and Blood. This is uh, the first time that her books are coming to Bloom Books, and uh, Bloom Books is part of Source Books, uh, and it's it's actually, it's, it's really exciting. Bloom Books uh, is, as you may know, are, they're, uh, they've taken over E.L. James' work, and uh, they released Freed a couple of months ago, and uh, it's really exciting to see Scarlett's work coming to life over here. Now, Scarlett St. Clair is known for her uh, Persephone and Hades series, 
and uh, The King of Battle and Blood is a new book, a new book, new series, and it's the story of Adrian and Isolde, and Isolde is a, is a princess, and uh, Adrian is a vampire king, and if you don't know me, I love a good vampire story, so this book has everything. I have read it. I can't talk about it quite yet, but I can tell you that this book has everything, and it's something that I think you're really going to love. So um, that is out November 30th, and uh, you can actually read the first three chapters. I did a, a preview uh, with the entirety of the first three chapters um, over on Winter is Coming, so you can find that over there. And um, it's 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 tantalizing to think that uh, when you get to the end of the third chapter, you you have to wait until the end of it. You you have to wait eleven more days to read uh, read what happens, but it's enough to really get you get you locked in. So it, it's something that if you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out and get that one on your TBR list. Also, um, in terms of some of the other books that are coming out this week, uh, we also have Jody Ellen Malkus. Uh, released Enigma, and it's kind of following in her series that started with the Brit earlier this year. Um, this one's the next one that I'm going to be reading, so I'll probably be talking a little bit more about this next week, but really excited for Enigma because I love everything that, that Jody Ellen writes, so really excited about this one. Um, a couple of the books that I've read this week, uh, I like to call them my no longer TBR because I have now read them. Um, I, I kind of I don't know how I don't know how you choose which books you're gonna read, but sometimes I go on this this kind of uh, I, I I keep referencing a rabbit hole, and there's a reason for that because you know when once you start falling down a rabbit hole, that's kind of how you you find some of the best things. And so I was reading a book, and the next book that popped up as a recommended uh, recommended title was uh, Net Worth by Amelia Wilde, and it's. Uh, kind of a billionaire romance kind of story. And so I read that and I was like, wow, this is really good. It's the first, it's, it's a three book series. So I bought the other ones in the series and I was like, I'm going to read those. Um, and then there was another series that she had started and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to buy the first book of that so I can remember to read it. And, uh, when I finished net worth, then, uh, I just, it said, Hey, you should read Nancy Herkness. And so I read the money man. It's the consultants book one. And, uh, and then after reading that, it suggested, uh, the, the, her other series, Wager of Hearts. And the first book in that series was The CEO Buys In. So I read all three of those. And the common theme tying all of those three books together is that they're all billionaire romance stories and they're, they're not enemies to lovers or anything like that. They're just, they're just stories of these powerful men and the women that come into their lives and kind of change them for the better. And honestly, I loved this rabbit hole. It was a great rabbit hole. I, I spent a couple of days kind of getting lost in these stories. And uh, usually I'll read a whole series from start to finish um, with net worth. The other book, uh, the, the book that comes after that isn't out yet. So I'm kind of eagerly awaiting that. But, and that was kind of why I ended up shifting over to, uh, to Nancy Herkness because those three and her series are, are complete. And, um, but I didn't read all of the books. I started like doing the first book in each of these series so that I can have something to look forward to. So now I've got all of these books that I didn't know I needed to read and now I need to read them. So they're, they're not new. Um, the, the sequel to net worth will be new obviously, but, um, but yeah, I'm really excited. And I, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm always open to anything. So like, I don't have a particular trope that I look for, but I definitely am excited about, uh, yeah, there's something, I don't know. It's, it's easy to get lost in a billionaire romance because when you have billions of dollars, you don't have problems the way other people have problems and you don't have to, you know, if, if um, if you don't want to think about money problems, then you don't have those typically, you know, I mean, there's usually some play on something, you know, where one of the characters has more money than the other person. And, you know, but it's, I don't know, it's some, there's something, there's a, a level of escapism to these stories that I really appreciate. So I'm really, I don't know, I'm really invested in this, this trope of billionaire romances right now. Um, but you can throw a good vampire story at me or, enemies to lovers. Um, I certainly, oh my God, I just got three books in the mail yesterday, uh, that I had ordered and, uh, there's an enemies to lovers in there and there's uh, Christmas romance and there's, there's all kinds of things. So I will read literally anything. So take my word for that. This is the first of our book talks and you will soon see that I literally will read anything. Now, along those lines, some of the books that I've been reading lately, um, are just out this week and I kind of want there this week ish past two weeks, I should say. Um, and my really dear friends over at Megan ba Beatty communications have been connecting me with some of the best stories I've read this year. And you've seen some of those reviews over on culture S and you've seen, um, there's a couple of them up on, uh, my nights are booked right now. Um, How to Murder a Marriage by Gabriel St. George. It's the first book in the Ex-Whisperer Files. It's uh, it's a little true crime. It's a little, you know, it's a little mystery. It's a little, you know, woman looking to restart her life after uh, her kids move out, you know, go to college and, you know, looking for a new, a new adventure. And, and she finds one hell of an adventure uh, when she gets tied up in some intrigue. And uh, it's the story of a character named Gina Malone, and she's a, re a relationship advice author. And uh, she ends up giving the giving advice to someone who needs help. And her, uh, this woman's uh, husband doesn't like the, the advice that she's given. And so she becomes entangled in this whole story and, and this, this whole thing. And it's, it's just, it's so, it's such a great story. I mean, there's, there's a little bit of romance. She's got this, um, this wonderful contractor who's helping her rebuild her, her family's uh, cottage. And, uh, and he gets tied into this, this whole intrigue situation. Um, I, I have to say, I, I read the book in one sitting, I couldn't stop. And it's, it's, you know, I, I like to think that we were all, you know, there, there's a group of people who came out of the pandemic, who spent a lot of time watching unsolved mysteries and, all of those Netflix true crime documentaries. I mean, I know I did. I've got now every time I log into Netflix, it's like I'm a serial killer. Like they've got this serial serial killer uh, algorithm that just <laughs> that's all I see. That's all. It's like, hey, Sarah Beth, you should watch the latest serial killer documentary. Like those people must think I'm crazy. So yeah, it's it's a nice it's a nice balance. But this book is something it'll keep you on your toes, and I love the fact that there are more stories on the way. And I, I Gina is just is such a great character. She's got this big you know big heart and big personality, and um, she is Italian, so she's got these you know these great aunts. It takes place up in uh, in Canada, so you've got you know the dynamic of being in the middle of of you know in the middle of Canada which, uh, it's just, it, there's so many layers to these stories that just, it's so much fun. 
Um, so I definitely recommend that. That's how to marriage a mur- how to how to murder a marriage by Gabriel St. George. Uh, another one, and this is another one that uh, my good friends at Megan Beatty sent over to me. Um, this one is The Dangers of an Ordinary Night, and that one is out this week. It's by Lynn Reeves. And this one, I really struggle to, to assign a, a category to it. It's, it's a thriller. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's true crime, but it's, it's kind of not, and it, but it, there's so many elements to it that just give it, it's such a great story. Um, it's the story of, uh, these two girls, Tolly and June, and they go missing after auditioning for a play. And, uh, when they're found, one of them, Tolly is alive and the other one, June has, has died. And the mystery is what happens, what happened to these girls and why, you know, what, what happened, what led to this? Um, so you would think that that was like the worst part of the story. I mean, that's every parent's nightmare. And so you have her mom, Tolly's mom, Nell, is trying to figure out what happened to her daughter. And so she's working with this, uh, this therapist named Cynthia Rollins, who, you know, who knows, you know, she's a reunification therapist. So she works with kids who have been abducted. And, and, um, so she understands the trauma that Tolly has been through. Um, there's also a detective Fitz Jameson, um, who, uh, she, he's a member of the Boston police department and he's got some, some history with crimes of this nature. But what's really compelling is that there are so many other elements to this story. There's there's a connection between Tali's father and the crime, and there's uh, there's definitely a sense that there's more to meet more than meets the eye in these stories, and you know, and in the stories of you know what Tali knows and what you know what the evidence is pointing to, and you know what people are thinking, and, and all of a sudden it just becomes this big thing. It's one of those books, I kid you not, you will be on the edge of your seat trying to figure out what happened until the very last chapter. And then you're like, oh my God, did that really just happen? Did I? And and the funny thing is, is that Lynn Reeves is such a a talented writer that she's leaving breadcrumbs throughout the story, but you don't know what to do with them. You know, I mean, Tali and, and June come from this, this really exclusive, uh, high performing or, you know, high high pressure performing arts academy, they're actresses. And, you know, it's it, when you think of any kind of, you know, be it sports or music or dancing, you know, kids in that, you know, kids at, in high school who are under that kind of pressure, like things start, things start becoming very different and difficult for them um, at that level. And, and so there's, there's this really interesting element of, of real life that kind of plays into this too, because there, it's, it's very common to see kids being pushed, you know, pushed and pushed and, uh, you know, what their parents are willing to do and what, what their friends are doing. And, you know, it's just, it's such an interesting story. And so you definitely have to check that out. That's uh, the dangers of an ordinary night by Lynn Reeves. Um, also out this week and, uh, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's the, the art of the walking dead universe. It's a giant coffee table book, uh, that's published by AMC and in partnership with skybound. And if you're a fan of the walking dead, this is the book that you need to have on your coffee table. It is really a celebration of everything that has to do with the walking dead from the comics to the, the shows 
it includes all three shows, not just uh, The Walking Dead, but it goes all the way back to The Walking Dead season one. And so it's it's something it, it features storyboards and advertising, you know, the, the different key art from the different seasons and, you know, behind the scenes uh, photos that have never been been seen, you know, an examination of the props, the sets, the notes, the um, you know, just, just everything. It's, it's literally a love letter to fans. And if you listen to, uh, I believe it's the second podcast, um, I actually interviewed Mike Zagari, who's the head of AMC network publishing. And he really lays out, you know, what went into bringing this book to life. And it's such an amazing book that I think you're all really going to love it. And, uh, if, if, if you're, if you're a fan of the walking dead, um, if you know, a fan of the walking dead, there's your Christmas present right there. Go and order one. It's something that every fan will want on their table. And it's just, it's so easy. I mean, you open that book and you just get lost. It's so easy to get lost in that book. Um, finally this week out this week is madly marvelous. The costumes of the marvelous Mrs. Basil. Um, this is a book that was sent to me by one of the lovely reps at Abrams books. And it's again, it's a coffee table book. And uh, it's geared towards fans of the hit show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And uh, it's, it's kind of the same concept. I mean, it's, it's a celebration of the art, the costumes, the, you know, there's, it, it's dedicated to the costumes and, you know, the, the concept art that went into the costumes and, you know, how each character is dressed. And, but you really, it's, it's, when you realize the impact that costumes have on a show, you start learning, you gain appreciation for the show itself. And so just looking through this book, I mean, it's just, you know, the, the images are lovely and it, it does include some behind the scenes photos and photos from the show, photos of the scenes that the costumes were used in, um, you know, kind of how they came together, you know, the types of uh, fabrics. I mean, you can, you can see, you know, how, um, you know, for example, I'm looking at a dress right now and it says, you know, what's the, you know, it has a, a sense of what the, you know, the, the type of fabric and there's a, there's a sheet that has the, the types of fabric, how much fabric is needed of each type to make the dress and what it's going to be used for, like what, what's needed to go into it, the buttons that need to go into it. I mean, it's just, the details are incredible. And it's a book by Donna Zakowska and, uh, it, and like I said, this is this coffee table book is something that is a fantastic gift idea for anyone who's a fan of the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And it's available now. It came out on Tuesday. So again, perfect book for a fan of the show. And, uh, you know, as we wrap up this podcast, I think it's really important to note that these podcast, these, excuse me, these podcasts, these books are all very giftable. These are, these are books. If you have someone in your life who loves reading and appreciates books, um, you know, whether it's a coffee table book to look at or a thriller to get lost in or a romance to get to escape into, you know, books are always a great gift. And as we approach the holiday season, what a great way to celebrate the book lover in your life by giving a book to the book lover in your life. If you're traveling for the Thanksgiving holiday, bring a book. You know, that's the, going back to where I started in at the, uh, at the top of this podcast, that was kind of where I learned to transition to love my Kindle as much as I love my physical books. And I have lots of books on both. Uh, but when I used to travel with, uh, with the basketball team, 
and, you know, in my previous career, I mean, that was something that I learned. I could bring 10 books with me. I mean, I used to travel with like five to 10 books or I could just bring my Kindle and it made packing so much easier and so much easier to just pop a book out and, and, uh, and read something. And there was the added benefit of not having the cover displayed so that the guys didn't give me crap for, you know, reading 50 shades of gray or, you know, any of those types of books on a plane because, you know, that's what I was doing. They didn't know it, but that's what I was doing. So, yeah. So this is, this, uh, kind of wraps up our first episode of uh, book talk on the, my nights are booked podcast. And, uh, thank you so much for coming along on the journey. I want to thank you all for your support so far and please do me a favor and go in and, uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, review the podcast so I can, Make sure that I'm doing what you what you want. Uh, if you have any feedback for me, hit me up at Twitter at Sarah Beth Pollock. And uh, yeah, so now you know that this is literally where my catchphrase comes from because between television, movies, and books, now you know. If, if you don't know where I am, it's because my nights are booked, literally. Thank you guys so much and I uh, can't wait to talk with you again.